Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast and Year Chats Audio Experience hosted by me, Tyler. And we are back with episode 54, I believe, of the Game Plan Pod. I appreciate everyone uh, tuning into last week's episode. The Jets did end up beating the Jacksonville Jaguars by a score of 26 to 21 with the help of Zach Wilson's legs, his running ability. He rushed for 91 uh, yards in that victory over the Jags. Um, that is actually the most in franchise history, and I was pretty surprised about that stat. Um, you know, you would think someone would eclipse 91 rushing yards in a game, but no quarterback has. Zach Wilson holds that record. Um, he also holds the record for the longest rush, I believe, this season by a quarterback, 52 yards. So that's another accomplishment that he can um, pin to his hat there. A very impressive game from Zach, I thought. Um, not much doing through the air. Um, other than a few, you know, passes to put them in scoring territory, a few clutch passes to Braxton Berrios, the one that comes to mind on the third and nine to convert a third down to convert it to first down to keep that drive going. I believe they settled a field goal up towards the end of the game, 26, 21, the Jaguars couldn't cash in at the end there. So the Jets came out victorious. Um, you know, it was a good all around effort by the team to come out victorious against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, you know, it's not easy to win in this league, especially without your head coach. Uh, of course, Robert Sala was quarantining um, alone in his hotel room. So Ron Middleton, the tight ends coach, was the team's um, head coach for this game. He did a great job. I thought the entire staff did a great job, including, you know, Jeff Albrecht, Mike LaFleur, uh, offensive and defensive coordinator, of course, did a great job um, of really, you know, honing in on this game and uh, calling the correct plays and really uh, putting players in the you know, right positions to win. And I thought they did a really good job, um, you know, through adversity with Robert Sala down. And um, hopefully they keep it up against this week's opponent in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we'll get that to that preview in a second. Um, I just wanted to preview what we have going on in the off season because I am going to be bringing back mailbag episodes, hoping to hoping to get uh, more guests on the podcast. And I really have been slacking on that um, throughout the season. Many people just aren't available. And I really um, didn't find many people to talk Jets. Um you know, earlier in the year. So I kind of scrapped that idea. But um, as we move towards the off season, I do plan to bring on, you know, longer episodes, more guests. It'll be a, a really fun time. So we're just looking forward to that. And, um, you know, all the other things that the off season will bring as well, because that's really when Jets fans, you know, that's when we thrive. That's when, um, you know, the real, the real season begins in the off season for Jets fans dating back to about, you know, after the 2015 season um, or after, I guess the last playoff appearance, the off season has been a, uh, really enjoyable. So um hoping to hope for you guys stick around for that and uh hope to bring you great content then. But before that, the Jets do have two more games. Um one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the next with the Buffalo Bills on the road. Tampa Bay this week is at home again to MetLife Stadium, one o'clock PM on Fox. Um, you know, Tom Brady comes to town. Um of course not an easy game by any means. Um, you know, Tom Brady's gonna come in here a little depleted on offense and defense with of course Shaq Barrett having season ending um being placed on the season ending IR. Um he's not gonna be playing in this game, nor is Mike Evans likely, who has been placed on the COVID list. Um although the new C D C guidelines that the NFL has um implemented, I wouldn't doubt um him potentially coming back for Sunday's game, but we'll have to wait and see there. Another big name, Bruce Arians, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers' head coach, um, also has COVID-19. He tested positive, so his Week 17 status is in doubt um, against the Jets. Uh, and, of course, guys like Leonard Fournette, who was placed on season-ending IR. guy like Chris uh, Godwin, who I believe towards the ACL. Prayers to him. Hopefully he gets well soon. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers are a little shorthanded. The Jets getting healthier. Uh, they have guys like Michael Carter II coming back, hopefully JFM. 
um, you know, AVT, LDT, uh, you know, all these guys coming back. Elijah Moore is day-to-day, 50-50 to play per Salah. Um, Jamison Crowder did not practice today. Um, He's, again, 50-50, I would say. I would actually probably stray towards him not playing, and I think Elijah Moore has a better chance than Crowder, Um, although Elijah Moore does have some, uh, you know, um, hurdles to clear in terms of, you know, getting off IR, getting activated to practice. And also I believe he was on the COVID-19 list, but I believe he is going to be activated that, uh, off that if he wasn't already before Sunday's game. So, um, keep an eye on those two, uh, keep an eye on everybody as the Jets still have 17 players on the COVID list to, um, an injured reserve that have a chance to get activated for this week's game. So we'll see, um, we'll see how that all turns out, uh, in the coming days, but, as of right now, the Jets are preparing for the Buccaneers, who with Tom Brady coming into town, you know, Tom Brady last played the Jets, you know, when he was last on the Patriots, of course, in 2019. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays, because I, remember, I haven't really watched the Buccaneers much since he, him and the Patriots, to be honest, when he played the Jets, so we're going to have to see how he plays, of course. Um, you know, best player at the position, as Salah said today, ever. Um, really not debatable too much, uh, but... You know the Jets have had their fair share with Brady. I believe they're actually seven and zero at home against the Buccaneers, ten and t- uh, ten and two all time. So I mean, who knows? Upsets are possible. Upsets are always. Um, I think I believe they're thirteen point five point. Um, you know, underdogs at home against the Buccaneers. So, you know, definitely not favored to win this game by any means. Definitely not. You know, looking for them to win. Um, you know, I'm looking for competitiveness. I'm looking for Zach to get better week in and week out. And I think he has since returning from injury. You know, he has a, I believe, 17 to 2 interception ratio since then. A great job, you know, by Zach to really limit those turnovers and make plays with his feet, uh, which he was a little reluctant to do earlier in the season. And I think Michael Fleur, the offensive coordinator, kind of, you know, dialed it up for Zach to really use your feet and don't be scared to make a play or two. Use that Superman ability, that superhero ability that Robert Sala was talking about earlier in the season and try to make plays and you know, uh, you know, bring about positive results for this team that has gone through much adversity throughout this season and years past. So uh, hopefully we get to see more playmaking out of Zach on Sunday, as well as the return of Elijah Moore and Michael Carter to continue to dominate as a rookie. Um, the Buccaneers are very stingy against the run, so Carter will have his hands full, but I think if they can get some kind of run game established, you'll see some passes that should be completed through the air to guys like Keelan Cole and hopefully James Crowder is back with Braxton Berrios, a guy who has come along as of late, should have made the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl snub in my opinion. Um, you know, he should have made it as a return man. He didn't. I, I, I believe he's a third um, or first team reserve, second team reserve. So he'll, he'll get in there if one of those guys isn't able to make the Pro Bowl. I think it's Devin DuVernay for the Ravens. So he would have, of course, have to make the Super Bowl or just not participate. But I wouldn't bet on either of those happening as of right now. So Braxton likely won't be in the Pro Bowl as of right now, but, um, you know, still a very good player. Returned a 102-yard kick return against the Jaguars. You know, very explosive, I think, very um, very fast. Um, not quick, fast. I know he uh, hones in on those two words there, and I'm going to make sure I call him fast, not quick. Um, he's a very fast individual, and he surely makes plays uh, when need be. And, you know, he was the he was the guy who caught that ball in the third and nine that Zach delivered on a rope. Um, really cool to see him making plays out there on the offense, getting an opportunity. Guys like Denzel Mims, of course, obviously getting the opportunity, but isn't able to, you know, really um, make the most of that opportunity there as he's been kind of on the back burners as of late and uh, hoping to see a little more progression from him uh, during these final two games. But, yeah, as of right now, you know, Braxton might see more of the field in these final two games, even with Moore back. With Corey Davis still in the injured reserve, he's going to be done for the year, of course. Um, and, you know, 
it's going to be interesting to see if these receivers can really, you know, make the chemistry with Zach Wilson, build chemistry for next season. Most of them probably will be here. Um, you know, I think the Jets are going to have to pick between Jameson Crowder and Keelan Cole and all that, but that's for a totally different episode, uh, an off-season recap um, or a season recap and uh, look into the off-season and which free agents to re-sign and all that. But that's a little later, a few weeks down the line. But as of right now, that's a little preview. That is a little recap of the Jets game against the Jaguars and the Jets game against the Buccaneers. Um, one more tidbit from this game upcoming against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator Todd Bowles for the Buccaneers is making his return to MetLife Stadium against the Jets. Um, I'm not sure if he played the Giants before. He probably has, I'm guessing. So this is not his first return to MetLife Stadium, but this is probably his first return. It is his first return against the New York Jets. Um, so we'll see a little bit of a rivalry there. Um, hopefully we see some... You know, extravagant defensive plays from Bulls. He's really a good defensive coordinator, just wasn't able to hone in on his head coaching ability. But, of course, he's getting another opportunity to interview with the Jacksonville Jaguars, actually. They've conducted an interview with him or are planning to, so we'll see how that turns out there. Um, but, yeah, you know, the Buccaneers are a little shorthanded here at head coach. The You know, they didn't choose to make Todd Bowles the interim head coach. I believe Brian Costello brought that point up. That would have been cool to see. That would have been fun, but... That did not come to fruition. So as of right now, it's Bulls versus um, Albrecht, two defensive coordinators who have done you know well over their career. So hopefully we get to see a solid match there. Um, yeah, other than that, a few former Jets, you know, uh, Steve McClendon, of course, defensive tackle. He's still on the team. He's still on the Buccaneers. The Jets traded him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he'll be playing and he'll be uh, out there for Tampa Bay. Um, so other than that, I think we're going to call it a episode. I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode of the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram if you have not already, Twitter, and make sure you to um, follow along on the Jet Press, read my scouting articles that I post there weekly. Only two more left. Sad, but uh, I will be back next season hopefully doing those as well. They're a lot of fun if the team is winning. If they're losing, they're a little tedious, but I love doing them regardless. Um, so hopefully I'm back next season doing that. So I appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode, and I will see you next week with episode 55, and hopefully, hopefully a victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.